Hey there, King and Kings family. Welcome into another episode of the Beyond Sunday multi-site podcast. We've got a special intro for you today. Peter, take it away. Beyond Sunday is the fun way to know what you need to know. He has not prepared that at all coming in. <laughs> we are doing that every single time from here on out. I'm sorry, Peter. You've locked yourself into that. I that like was the, too good. At yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best little <laughs> click sound. We we might need to record a different sound, but yeah, otherwise it felt good. Good. All right. So listeners, you're hearing all these random voices. My voice is Dan Hoppen. I am the director of small groups here at King of Kings. Uh, the singing voice, that was Peter Bay. He is the campus director of our new Northwest campus, which we're going to be talking about today. And we also have Julie Easley, who is our executive director and head of basically all things multi-site. Not really an official title, but <laughs> we all know that. That's basically Thanks it. for joining us today, guys. Thank you. Hi. Good to be here. So the reason that we are so hyped today is because we get to talk about the Northwest campus. Uh, we're going to be opening it this fall in Concordia Junior Senior High School. Um, we are going to hold our first official service there the morning of October 1st, followed by an awesome night of music bingo at 6.30 p.m. that night. So it seems like a long ways off still, but that's really only a few months, and those months are going to fly. And that's why we're here today, um, because we want to get people in here. We want to let people know that this thing is happening, and we want people to come. So we're talking about inviting today. Why is now the perfect time to start inviting people to the King Kings Northwest campus? Well, you know, we've got a lot of our, our current congregation who live out Northwest and how awesome would it be to say, Hey, you want to come to church with me? It's two minutes away from where we live right now, right? All the places that we work and play, this campus is, is close to it. So it's an, that makes it a really easy invite. Um, another thing that I think about is as people leave our I Street campus to go to Northwest, we're going to have empty seats. And so there's going to be lots of space. We're going to be actually, it's going to be in our face every week. Like, oh, <laughs> we need to be inviting. So um, I think on both of those campuses, it's going to be a, a really easy way to to say to people, hey, come experience our church, come experience Jesus. Yeah. Well, and, and to encourage all the listeners out there, I I think there might be this intimidation factor of like, oh no, we're losing people. What are we going to do? Um, when When God says to go and we're obedient to that command, um, there's a, a reliance of faithfulness that we have to have on him above ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when we are living with that spirit, with that fruit, um, I think the courage to invite, it, it's also a byproduct. So if if you're like, oh, no, what's, what's it going to be? Well, have courage. Uh, God has given you a spirit of courage, not of timidity. And you have neighbors right by you who don't go to church who are not against you. They're for you and um, building relationships with them and inviting them into something bigger than themselves is, is actually going to be best for them and rewarding for all of you. And And the Holy Spirit has given you the spirit to do it. So, um, yes, there, there will be a, a short season, but church after church that we've talked to has said when they have multi-sided, when they have planted, those empty seats seem to fill in way faster than they anticipated. That's pretty exciting. I love the f- the way that you guys framed that because 
when we talk about multi-site in, in our second campus and Northwest campus and everything, there's kind of a tendency to think, well, we need to invite people to Northwest because that's the new thing. Mm. That's the thing that no one's been to before. You know, that's where we need to get people. We are going to need to get more people here at I Street too because we have some awesome faithful people who are transitioning over to uh, Northwest. So yeah, there are going to be some more seats on I Street. So even if you are planning on staying at the I Street campus, the invitation's got to come from you too. So this might seem obvious, but what is the power of an invite, especially when it comes from someone that you're close to? What do you think, Julie? You want me to take this one? Yeah, why don't you grab it and I'll tack on afterward. Yeah. So the power of the invite, and this is not just for church. Uh, This is for everyday life. I think that a lot of us live with a, um, a desire not to burden the people around us and or bother them. <clears throat> and we tend to think that way with invites as well. But think of times when you've been invited into something. Uh, I mean, a lot of us, we have a tendency to say yes to things we don't even really want to do because someone thought of me. Oh, oh. I mean, that's why I coached flag football, although I never played football in my life. That's <laughs> why, um, why I said yes to a steering committee for uh, the music building at Concordia and Seward. Um, is because someone thought of me. Oh, I, I guess I can do that. And so think of those times when you've been invited and you've been thought of and and remember that when you invite others into something and whether that's um, into a, a relationship of, hey, neighbor, why don't you guys come over? We're making burgers. Like I, I need to know your kids' names, <laughs> you know, inviting them into something um, like that all the way to the point where you have relationship and, uh, and the Holy Spirit gives you confidence to invite them to come join you at church. Mm. You know, we were recently at a conference um, where the Barna Group presented. They're a group that kind of does a research. They're an organization that specifically focuses on Christian organizations. And they presented some research about Omaha in particular. And what they said is um, people, you know, who don't attend church very much, Omaha people are are pretty predisposed to feeling favorably about the church. And you know, I, I think if you haven't set foot in a church for a while, it'd probably be pretty intimidating to go on your own. But I bet that there's a ton of people in our community who just, if you invited them, that would be the tipping point for them to go because they're not um, averse to the church and they don't think badly about it. In fact, they might consider going. So if you're thinking like, oh, all my neighbors are super hostile to the idea of going to church, you've got a wrong picture of things. And so that simple invite could be all it takes um, for them to say yes. So we've talked a lot about neighbors, but obviously there are other relationships that we can consider when we're thinking about, okay, well, who should I invite? What are some other relationships you guys have identified that are maybe easy invites, or not even necessarily easy, but just different people in our lives who you might not think to invite to church, but might be receptive to it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, if your kids attend school, right, they're, you're interacting with parents all the time um, at kids' events or at sports events, um, sort of those extracurricular clubs, the stuff that your your children are involved with. Um, maybe some of you have family that 
you would consider inviting. Um, I do think neighbors are a, a natural, kind of a natural invite point, like we just mentioned. But I think what you need to do is just prayerfully consider who is God kind of brought into your circle of influence. Maybe it's somebody that you're seeing at the gym all the time and you've kind of become friends. Um, it's just an, I, putting like a different pair of glasses on and thinking about and, pr- and really praying about it. Because I do think that when you pray into God, who is it that you would have me invite? Who are you placing into my life to share your message? He's going to open your eyes to who those people are. Right. Yeah. Back uh, when, I mean, this was a crazy summer, the summer of 2020 and uh, the George Floyd incident happened in in Minneapolis and uh there was all these conversations um and I was like man how do I I, I felt such a pressure to be a positive influence to people on social media because that was like just so rampant at that time like um post certain messages make sure everyone knows that you're on board with certain stances whatever and I was like how how do I go about doing this uh, so I, I called a buddy of mine who I trusted, and his question to me was, Peter, who do you really have influence over? And I was like, oh, well, like maybe some of my coworkers, my kids. And he was like, yeah, talk to them about that. Uh, and that really made it more simple for me. It made it less um, like something out of reach and more something within my control. So who are the people that God has put around me on a day-to-day basis that I have relationship with? That may be your family, maybe your neighbors, maybe your friends. It may be if you go to the same car wash every Sunday or every other day, people go to the car wash so <laughs> so much now. Omaha car wash scene is hot. <laughs> and uh, and there's the same person who works at, at that booth and you drive by them every single day like, Lord, give me the courage to ask for their name. Lord, give me the courage to ask them how their weekend was. Lord, give me the courage. And after weeks of saying, um, so do you have a family? And after months or maybe years to say, can I pray for you? Is there anything you could use prayer for? Uh, And if we are able to keep our eyes up and notice the people that God has placed around us, God will show us people to invite. That's really well said. I know Pastor Greg has been a great example for me. He goes to the gym every day. And when you go to the gym, you see generally the same five or six people at the front desk who check you in. And he's been very intentional about learning their names. And he's let them know over time that he's a pastor and he's invited them to church. I don't know how many of them have come, but he's at least planted those seeds. And he's intentionally built relationships. And I think that's pretty similar to to what you guys have talked about. I think the reason that a lot of people don't invite people to church is because you don't want to hear those two letters come out of their mouth, N-O. That reject, no one likes to feel rejection, even if it's said in the kindest way possible. So what do we do if someone says no? Get over it. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. But, But here's like, what's the worst that can happen is that they say no. And don't take a no as an I don't like you or as I don't want to be around you or I don't want to be your friend. Take a no as no, not this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would point out not right now. Right. Because that person, that door might open again in the future. Right. And timing is is such a crucial thing. I've, I, I'd have to look into the details of this. But there's a, 
years and years ago, there's a company they plugged in tons of money into a a system that would allow you to watch videos um, from all over the world, no matter where you are, and it totally bombed. And then a little while later, there's some guy who w- wanted to figure out a way to for his uh, a relative to see videos of his kids, and he created uh, the or, like the base platform for something called YouTube, and it went bonanza because it was a timing thing. Now, if you fact check that, I'm totally wrong. Just <laughs> it is what it is. Nobody fact check Peter. Just <laughs> but take him at his and, word. And if I'm right, then make sure you let me know that too. Uh, but timing really matters and we never know what's going on, um, in, in someone's life. And so just because it's a no, it doesn't mean it's always a no and it might plant a seed for a future invitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for some people, it can be really intimidating to visit church for the first time. And, and some people may have had a rough experience at church and they might be a little hesitant to come back in. Even, even if that door is cracked open, they might just be like, man, I, I don't know. And that's why we and specifically you guys have created a series of like fun events to invite people to that aren't necessarily church related, but they show people that, Hey, we're, we're just out here to have community. We want to enjoy you guys. We want to love on you guys in a place where you're comfortable. What are some of those uh, events and some, some examples of those events that we have coming up in the coming months? Yeah. So we've got um, a concert in the park coming up. Um, in July, we're praying that all of that those dates line up for us to be at um, at a park with an awesome concert by Names Without Numbers, and we'll have inflatables there. That's going to be a really chill kind of um, July afternoon where we can kind of hang out together. We've also got Kite Day, which is coming up at the end of September, oh, yeah. which is going to be phenomenal, right? So there's going to be food trucks galore. There's going to be kites as big as a house flying overhead um, at Concordia and just um, an opportunity for kids to make their own kites, tons of fun things. Those are really soft asks and you can bring your friends, have them kind of experience the, the, Fantastic people. I'll be honest. A King of Kings. We're we're not scary. We're not intimidating, and that might be a good first ask prior to inviting them to church. Right, and and have the courage to to say, hey, my church is putting on an event. Um, it's there's going to be a, con- a concert, a band just playing covers, and there will be inflatables and like. When when people come to that, the your church put this on. This is a church event. I'm like, yeah, it is. And hopefully they meet someone and, and it's part of it is getting over that hurdle of like, um, a lot of our, and it's not just for Christians. Like when I think of someone from a country I've never been to, like if I picture someone from Portugal, I don't really know what to picture. So my brain computes like some ideas like, um, and I don't even know what that would be. I like picture the, the. Portuguese flag, and I see someone wrapped up in that. If I met someone from Port, they wouldn't have an actual flag wrapped around them. But that's like that's what I've created in my mind. And people do the same thing for all kinds of folks, including Christians. And so we, we don't know what's caused the picture of Christians in someone's mind. It could have been a negative experience, could be a whole lot of nothing, but to provide them with the experience um, that is just fun and happy and joyful, it could be a breath of fresh air for a lot of folks. I did not expect the country of Portugal to make an appearance on this <laughs> podcast today, but here we are in a, a beautiful either. analogy, I would Me say. Either. Wrapped in the flag. So uh, you guys mentioned some of these coming events. We have more as well to 
stay up to date on everything that we've got going. Follow King King's Northwest social profiles. We'll be putting all kinds of stuff out there about them. Also at kingofkings.org, if you look up in the right hand, the upper right hand corner, there's like a icon of a pin similar to what you see if like you Googled something and Googled the location. If you click on that, you can look at our different locations and go to specific pages on our site that'll tell you, hey, here's what's going on on I Street. Here's what's going on at Northwest. So you go to that Northwest tab, you're going to be able to stay up to date on everything going on there. And I just want to close out today just with maybe what are some cool stories that you guys have seen or heard of invites, uh, whether it's a time where you've been invited to, to come to a to come to church or an event when you've invited someone else, maybe it's been a third party where you saw uh, someone else in the congregation invite someone. And, and now that person has become, you know, a staple member at King of Kings, just wherever you guys want to take that direction. What, what power have you seen of in the invitation? Yeah. Um, so I, I have a buddy. Um, I went to, I went to college with his sibling, but I got to know him. When I was in college, he lived in that area, and um, he texted me out of the blue and said, hey, uh, have you ever been interested in working in the financial industry? And I was like, no. And he was like, well, <laughs> once a year, we think of personable people that we think would maybe be good at this, and would you be willing to meet with me? And I was like, you know, I'll meet with you, because I hadn't seen this bro in a long time. And, and I was like, yeah, let's meet. It'll be fun. Um, so I get to the place, and he's not there. And someone else says, hi, I was told to meet you here. And I'm like, oh, who are you? And they said, uh, this guy couldn't make it, um, so I'm here to meet with you. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what is this? And so the the lady asked, like, so what are, what are we doing? And I said, I think you're supposed to convince me to be working in the financial field. She said, you want to do that? I said, no. <laughs> she said, okay, well, let's just talk. So we hung out. Um, and after just hearing, and she was a very open person. Um, and open to these conversations, just hearing her story. And um, it was, she had young kids and Kim Kings is a great church for families with kids. I was like, come and check it out. Like your kids will love it. And I think you'll love it too. Um, and then it was months and I'd never thought of it again. And then I saw her and her kids. Wow. Walk on into church. And That's then cool. uh, a little while later, her husband joined and they they are active, they're regular, um, and it was all because my buddy didn't show up at the lunch. Thank That's you, God. Cool. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think one of the things that I was really impressed with is we have, you know, this core team who, and that's a a team of around 20 people committed to um, attending at our Northwest campus for the next couple of years, serving, giving, being in a connect group. And we had that we had a food truck event in March, um, and we thought, wow, this is going to be an amazing time. Tons of people are going to come and get free food. And then it snowed like the most it snowed the whole freaking, whole freaking <laughs> wow, winter, wow. right? It was – so weird. I mean, it, it it's hard to discourage Peter and me, really, but it's it was a little like <laughs> – but the thing that really encouraged me was seeing how many um, core members invited friends yes. who neighbors. showed up. Yeah, and neighbors, right? Kind of that Co-workers. reach out. Yes. I mean, here it is. It's super snowy. It's probably the most adverse conditions we could have looked for. 
yet people invited and people came. So, man, just imagine what it's going to be like in October when it's beautiful, right? 65 and sunny. Um, so, Knocking on wood, knowing Nebraska. <laughs> right, <laughs> it'll, it'll probably some, snow again. Yeah, it'll somehow dump two feet of snow on us on October 1st. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and it's not just us. I mean, I've I've heard so many stories from other people, too, um, of just like what what I ask anyone who looks unfamiliar to me on a Sunday, I say, have we met? And if they say, no, this is my first time here, I say, well, how did you hear of us? Um, and most every single time, it's, well, a friend invited me. Um, invitations are powerful mm-hmm. and, uh, and a, a lot of those folks, um, the reason they stick around to is because they already have a friend that they trust who's there. So inviting someone to like, Hey, um, not only just invite them to church, but like, would you like to join us? We attend at 11 and I'll sit right by you. Yep. And it gives a little bit of confidence to everybody. Mm-hmm. That's very well said. Well, thank you so much, guys. I think we really got some good insights on inviting, kind of gave some little tips on maybe how to invite, some maybe softer invites that we can extend. So this was this is exciting and a lot of fun. I think it's important to note that like, yeah, it can be kind of intimidating to invite someone because you are you're putting yourself out there a little bit, but you're also doing what Jesus called you to do. Like that, that was the great commission is go and make disciples. Well, that's going and inviting them to come into his house and experience just the love and the blessings that he has for them. You're not asking them to do something. I mean, on the surface, it might seem scary, but ultimately it's the greatest blessing that you could possibly give to them. And I'll add one more thing. I don't know if any of you have experienced this where like maybe a college friend reaches out to you and you haven't seen them in like 15 years and they're like, Hey, I just remember you from college. We're such good friends. We should hang out. I'm an otter like at the utmost. And I get so excited about those. And then if that person meets with you and wants to talk to you about a pyramid scheme, like it, it crushes my soul and my heart. And so that's the other part of invitation that I would urge you is like, relationships yep first like get to know the people around you and and pray for god to move in your heart to actually care for them and god will give you the time and the courage to give them an invitation into something much deeper so we're not doing a bait and switch and our invitations to get people to come to church we're inviting because god is bigger than um everything else we're facing and it's worth it it's a very important distinction to make all right this is normally where i uh, do the little um, do my little outro and say let's continue living our faith lives beyond Sunday but Peter you want to sing us out beyond Sunday is the fun way to know what you need to know that may have been different from the first one I don't know <laughs> that was awesome yes <laughs>